Welcome to episode 513 of Salcedo Paranormal. And tonight I am sharing true paranormal stories on the web. As always, you can all find all the episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at my podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S A L S I D O Paranormal. Dot podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And uh, looking forward to more of those in the future. Also, I want to thank everyone that has, um, just real quick, that has uh, between last night and then tonight stayed with me uh, as I worked through some major technical difficulties here so um you all know who you are there in the chat um and uh so yes i got i mentioned the show uh i want to thank everyone who's listening uh whether you're here in the discord uh live streams or you listen to the podcast or youtube feeds or to the troll minds radio network kuap digital broadcasting there you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before the show, Trouble Minds Radio, comes on. And uh, that, of course, is a, an hour after my, my shows are on the, on the station. So uh, I always like to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing my shows and putting them up on the station, along with all the music that you hear. And uh, please check out the station and all the other shows on it. And uh, just put on and let it play all day. And you'll hear all kinds of great shows from a lot of great people. So um, if you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, you can also uh, find some books I've written, Paranormal Fiction and Nonfiction, over on Amazon. And uh, you can join my Patreon page, where you'll find, starting this month, at some point, you'll find a new episode of uh, True Paranormal Stories from the Web every month over there. And you can access that by joining any of the membership tier levels there. And if you'd just like to make a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal. Um, I apologize for not having any other payment options available, but. Uh, between my low vision and customer service in different platforms, so far PayPal has been the only one that seems to be working. So um, I apologize for that. But um, I think that takes care of all of that. It is so good to be back after such a long break. Uh, parts of it were planned, parts of it were not. Um, technical difficulties, uh, physical basically physical difficulties with my eyes and even a week and a half uh, session there of vertigo uh, in mid-November, uh, so in the holidays. Um, so, but I'm hoping that now I can be back and uh, putting out shows on a regular basis again for a while. So, and... Uh, 
So let me see here. I think that takes care of all that. Thank you all for um, being with me tonight and also just for supporting the show as you have in all the different ways so far as we go into um, basically a, a fourth year, I believe, of doing the show. So I'm looking forward to uh, celebrating four years of the show later on. Obviously, that'll be in October. And uh, I have a, a nonfiction book I am working on. Uh, it's almost done. Hopefully, hoping to put that out later on this year. And that will have most of my experiences along with uh, some other sections regarding the paranormal and uh, thoughts from others and uh, whatever I was able to figure out how to put in there. And some stories that I've shared on the show will also be in the book. So as far as from stories I've found online. So looking forward to that. I will let you all know when that comes out. And I'll go from there with that. And hopefully that will just be the first in a series of those kinds of books. As uh, I have more experiences, which I seem to have them at least a couple of times a month usually. Um, sometimes more. And then, of course, more stories that I, I pick up from what I've shared in the show that will be included in future books as well. So um, with that, I think I'm ready to get on here to the stories. And... I say stories because that's where my mind goes right away. I don't mean that to say that they are not real experiences. It's just for some reason that's a word that sticks in my head. I think it's because I'm I'm a writer as well as, and that's where I started. out was writing, not even podcasting. And uh, but um, I, again, I do believe that all these things are possible, and that uh, these are more accounts of experiences than. Than stories in that sense, but again, old habits die hard, and uh, I end up calling them stories still, even though I try not to, but I forget. So, um, so okay, let me see here. All right, let me check on everything, make sure everything's still working. It looks like it is. Um, and let me see here. Yeah, it looks like it's good. So, um, all right. Thank you all again for the for the uh, feedback on how everything is working here tonight, especially. Um, so, getting to these stories here. This first one says, uh, let me see. Okay, my family has had a tradition of hunting in the woods behind my grandfather's house for generations. Recently, my grandfather an avid hunter, passed away at the age of 90. Leading the, uh, leading the family, including my father, to continue hunting in the same woods. During a hunting trip, my father and I were about 500 yards apart, <coughs> excuse me, near a stream, spending three hours without spotting any deer. As we decided to move to another spot, I got ready to move out from behind an old pine tree. I heard my father walking in the woods. While attempting to locate him, I saw a gray shadow resembling him about 150 to 200 yards away. The shadow walked slowly toward me. 
They stopped and waved to get my attention. Thinking it was my father, I waved back, only to then see my father in bright orange, uh, or in orange clothes, I guess it means, walking from a different direction. When I looked back at the first figure, they had vanished. I am not superstitious, but still, I believe it was the spirit of my grandfather visiting during the hunting trip. And that's where that story ends. And that seems very possible. If it was a thing that the family did, uh, many people in the family did a lot, and on that same property, uh, it's it's very possible. It's also another possibility is it was some kind of a time anomaly, but that doesn't necessarily mean it couldn't be, couldn't have been the spirit of the grandfather either. It's I think both are possible. Um, just the fact that it's such a uh, well-known area to the family and they, they visit there often, it sounds like. And uh, it's amazing that the person, the writer there saw something like that. And that reminded them so much of their grandfather. Uh, and of the fact that they saw their own living father right there, uh, off in a different direction, pretty much takes care of any kind of mistaken identity there. Um, I also wonder how much the father and grandfather look alike. But um, either way, that's a really a neat story there. Um, and I wonder how many times if, if that same figure was seen anymore after that or not. Sometimes you hear in these different uh, accounts of experiences, the deceased loved one will only appear once or twice or a few times uh, just to say, sort of seem like they're saying everything's okay, I'm okay. And then the people won't, won't have any more experiences in that area again. Uh, but then other times, it seems like uh, these these people like to stay in the areas that were that meant a lot to them, and so it becomes like their own. It's almost like the afterlife, or like a version of it, is uh, for them, and, and a, a place where they want to be is a place where they are already were for a long time, a place where they they went to often in life or stayed at often in life. And so that's why I wonder um, when there are, are constant sightings, uh, there's the idea that spirits become stuck or trapped in locations. But I often wonder if also in some cases they can't just decide that they want to stay in an area because they have so many great memories in, in there. So uh, I think all those things, again, are options, are possibilities. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, neat story. And, um, again, I just wonder about any other future events. And, of course, with these stories, these accounts, they're just posts from online that I rewrite in my own words to share. So, uh, often there's no way to know what happens after. But um, they're amazing accounts of experiences 
anyway, so and that's the main point of sharing all these. So let's see here. Um, looking everything, looking everything over, and uh, looking at the chat here, uh, Jeff in the chat says I had a very similar experience. I didn't see an entity, but I thought of a loved one that just passed, whose land I was on. And as I was thinking of him, the largest buck, and that's B-U-C-K, of my life, came right to me. The old guide lead that buck to me 100%. Yeah, that's, um, that's amazing. And uh, I think uh, that happens... I mean, with all, all these experiences, these these accounts, these these experiences, I think they are they are the one example that we get one or two that we get that we find that probably um, can stand for many many other experience similar experiences that maybe we don't find uh, that because people don't want to share them for various reasons. So. Uh, I think that's, uh, and I apologize for if, if I had did an awkward read there of that, uh, Jeff. But um, I think that that definitely seems accurate. That that, that I wouldn't be surprised. That's uh, more common again than than um, a lot of people think. So, uh, moving on to the next story here. Let me get back to the file. Uh, this one says, a couple of months ago, I was sitting in a train with some co-workers. While chatting, I felt two or three taps on my right shoulder, but there was no one sitting next to me. Uh, let me see, I lost my spot. Oh, sitting next to, oh yeah, me, throughout the whole ride. I know it wasn't any of my coworkers, as they were all in different sections of the train. I tried to replicate the feeling by wearing a backpack, but couldn't figure out how it could have happened. Despite the seemingly uneventful nature of the incident, I consider it potentially paranormal, which is very exciting. And that's where that story ends. There are so many. This is another one. There are so many similar accounts where it seems like someone is trying to get the, the attention of the person having the experience. And in some cases, things happen that are obvious that it's sort of a uh, warning. In other cases, it just seems to be a hello in a way. Other times, who knows why it is. Um, but that is just really common. And uh, I'm guessing if they were on a train, then there couldn't be anyone behind them. So that does seem to rule that out. Because um, they didn't, didn't even mention that, that possibility. I'm guessing maybe they were sitting with their back against one of the sides of the, the wall, or at least with their back against a wall. Um, so, and I liked that they tried to, uh, figure out what it was by maybe wearing a backpack thinking maybe the straps, I guess, could have, um, uh, 
gotten tight or loose or something and given off that feeling of maybe being tapped, but they didn't seem to think that was the case. Uh, didn't say they were wearing a backpack to begin with. So uh, there's that as well. But I again, I don't blame anyone for trying to figure out real possibilities to um, or alternatives to what seem to be paranormal experiences. I do the same thing when I can. But uh, yeah, that's a neat, neat one there. And again, I, I just wonder, sometimes it's fairly obvious why someone or some other entity is trying to get the attention of a person. It's to warn them of something, or in some cases, again, similar to the first story, it's a loved one just wanting to say hello. Um, but then other times there, it just seems to be, it seems to be random and, and maybe it is, maybe it isn't, maybe something else happened um, before or after that, that, that the writer didn't associate with that encounter, but maybe that there was some meaning that they just weren't aware of, but also maybe there wasn't any other thing that going on there or just some other entity trying to get their attention. Uh, and, uh, who knows why, but, uh, so yeah, neat story there as well. Moving on to, well, probably be the last story of this episode here. Uh, let me see here. I'm getting used to where everything is again, as far as all my icons and all that. Um, I basically ended up taking almost a month and a half break with a, a couple of exceptions. So I'm definitely, uh, Feeling rusty here today, but um, moving on. Like I said, this next one here says, I was reading while laying down when I saw a flash of light that appeared at the foot of the bed. The TV was on a black screen, and the light sensor, usually the source of light, couldn't explain the sudden brightness especially since it doesn't turn off immediately. I rewound the show on TV I was listening to so I could check if the light came from it, but couldn't reproduce the incident. It also came from closer to the floor, not from the higher position of the TV. A similar thing happened an hour later, though the light wasn't as bright that time. A week before this, I felt a cat-like tap from inside a tablecloth that reached the floor. But both of my cats were elsewhere. All of this makes me think there is a presence, though it doesn't appear to be negative. And let me see. Yep, that's where that story ends. Um... I don't know. It sounds like there's a lot, possibly a lot going on in that location, wherever they're at. Having visual and then tactile, having basically the, the sighting of the light and then a feeling of, again, that physical contact um, from beneath, a, I guess, a tablecloth or something like that. Sounds like there's some activity wherever they're at. Um, I've never really heard of uh, cat-like entities attached with orbs or lights. But what's funny about that is I had a, um, 
and I say that, I should say, I've never heard of that all happening in the same place inside a building. But, and this is probably not connected, but who knows, maybe it is. I, during my sighting of the blue light that I've talked about in, in many shows before, um, where I had that several night, several nights in a row, in between two sightings, I believe it was the second and third sighting, is when I heard the sound of this ghost cat that does stop, stop by once in a while. I heard the sound of it walking around behind my TV. So I wonder if the light and this tap are connected in this account of this experience, uh, or if they're not. That, to me, is is really the most amazing set of possibilities there. If it is connected, then it's something that can manifest in different ways, um, from lights to becoming solid enough to reach out somehow and try to get the attention of a person of the person there or if it's separate then who or what are the entities trying to get the attention or just moving around maybe i don't think that um that it's always a case of someone trying to get someone else's attention i think that there can just be random uh cases of things happening almost like someone is just passing through an area and either it accidentally or intentionally, but just not meaning to get the attention of anyone. They just do things and, or even just the past they're passing through an area that will cause things to happen. And, um, and it seems like it's trying to get someone's attention, but maybe it's not. All those things seem like they're possible. And uh, so that's what I wonder, which is it in this case, is it two separate things or entities or events happening or are they connected other than the fact that they happen in the same place i like how the writer there tried to trace the light and that the fact that it didn't seem to come from the tv um i also can confirm that depending on settings that you have for things if you're just listening to a, a show that's mainly just audio um there are different settings on different apps and things where you can just have the, the visual part turned off so that there won't be anything on the screen. So, but uh, yeah, that's an amazing one there. And I don't know what's, what to make of that other than just unexplained things that seem to happen there. I wonder if anything else ever happened before this or after this, or if these were just isolated incidents. And um, again, maybe that might, if that's the case, then that might indicate uh, someone or multiple entities just passing through. It's hard to say. But uh, looks like we are just about uh, out of time here for, let me see here, basically for this show today. Um, and uh, thank you all for listening. And I'll be back next time. Uh, with another episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.